0: Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Answers for Life with Pastor Shelley. I'm your host, Noah Wagner. If you haven't yet, this is part two of our conversation that me and Pastor Shelley have with David Burton. If you haven't yet, go back to part one that was posted a couple of weeks ago, listen to that, and then tune in here. We're super excited to, to share with you the, the remainder of this podcast. It's it's an awesome thing for you, for your pastor. Uh, for your family to listen to on why the church is not engaging in, with evangelism in 2021. Tune in now. Thank you for listening.
1: All right. Number three, David. All right. The Bible
2: Number teaches three. that there'll be a great falling away in the last days. That's the third thing I want us to remember. There will be a great falling away in the last days. And I think we are seeing that. I think we've been seeing it for a number of years, but especially right now. I mean, you just look at, just watch the news tonight, and you're just going to see more and more stuff that's pulling us away. Even as believers, the scripture says, even as believers, there will be a falling away. Mm. People who sit in the pews of our churches sometimes are just sitting in the pews of our churches. Right, They've fallen away. There's no compassion and there's no passion in their day-to-day walk. They just show up at church and that's it. They have fallen away from that urgency of sharing the greatest news in all the world. And we know they want to. Pastors, Sunday school teachers, we've just got to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. We've
0: got to help them get back to the main thing. Mm-hmm. First, uh, first Timothy 4 uh, verse one, now the spirit expressly says that in the later time, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to, to deceitful spirits and teachings of the demons. Some will depart, will fall away, uh, will will flee the faith. And, and I, I, I agree with you. Uh, that's exactly what we're seeing now is is so many people are fleeing. They're, they're falling away from the faith. And therefore, evangelism is being thrown, thrown to the curve, because like you said, the people within our pews, within our churches are are no longer passionate going forward and sharing the gospel.
1: Well, the you know, a lot of people come to church for the wrong reason, cause mm-hmm. grandma sit by grandma and all mm-hmm. that. They don't have a personal relationship with the Lord. and right. Maybe we need to hit on this. Ooh, Some evangelism needs to be done inside the walls of the church where good, you know right. we've, kind of, we've been focused about out, out and about, but Billy Graham said a long time again, a long time ago, that he thought maybe 80% of yeah. the church,
2: most, pews, most church wow. people
1: we're lost and when we see this great falling away when church becomes inconvenient Mm. persecution if it isn't real you go to the house yes we pastors we need to preach the gospel boldly
0: and and we we saw that a little bit in 2020 with with COVID 19 and and Purging some some yep. people uh, is I, I don't like that word, but right. you know, some some people when they left with COVID nineteen they didn't come back, right? And uh, that has been very evident through twenty twenty and, and now entering twenty twenty one as we're looking at, at church attendance. Not that attendance is everything, but you look at that. That's showing that that some people have fallen away and and not come back.
2: There's they, a great complacency oh, yeah. today. Wow, like never yeah. before. Wow. Uh, never in my lifetime have I seen such complacency, and uh, we have got to get back the point of fire in our in our bones. We yeah. we just need that, and and we need that awakening and that getting back into the Word and getting the Word into us. I, I think the thing that's kept me strong and steady over the last uh, year and a half now, with all that's going on, is is staying in the Word like never before. Right. And I encourage everyone to start spending more time in the Word. And don't only just get into the word, but get the word into us. Yeah, you know, that's right. And and live it out. Don't fall away. Don't get complacent. Yeah.
1: All right. That's good, David. This is really good. Thank you, David. Number four. Number four.
2: All right. There's little if any direct intentional training in personal evangelism or soul-winning, we might say, in our churches today. Very little, very little direct training. You know, there's talk from the pulpit, let's go do it. There's talk in the Sunday school class, we need to be doing it. Uh, But as far as direct, intentional training, that's the word equip. Noah, Mm -hmm. you read it a while ago, I have Ephesians. We are to equip the saints. So we have to do something. We as leaders, pastor, Sunday school teacher, deacons, Uh, outreach people in the church, whoever you might be. As leaders, we've got to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. So I, I, uh, in my ministry over the years, uh, have developed a lot of tools. And you can find it at DavidBurtonMinistries.com. And when you go to DavidBurtonMinistries.com, you'll see a product tab. And you can click that. And it brings up a, a number of the tools that I teach or provide for people through orders and so forth of how to share your faith. And um, so if there's any way that I personally can help or my website can help or my YouTube channel, David Burton YouTube channel, uh, a Twitter account, David Burton EV. If you're into the Twitter world, and I know Twitter's questionable right now in some minds, and all, but uh, social media is there whether we like it or not. And I use it for the glory of God, and I'm going to I'm going to be the light in the middle of that darkness. And so I use a lot of tweets. I use a lot of ministry on Twitter, uh, Facebook ministry. Uh, I don't talk about what we had for supper tonight. I don't take pictures of my family sitting around in their 90s or whatever and laughing about stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I point people to the cross. Ninety nine percent of what I post is about Jesus. So keep the light going. We need to utilize social media. Uh, but, but anyway, you can find out a lot of my teaching through social media as well. And uh, churches must be doing this. Pastor here at this church, Shelly, I'm I'm thrilled for the way you not only talk about it, but you do it. I tell Shelly every time we get together and talk, he's always telling me about someone different he shared Christ with, some experience here in the church with his people, good news from his people coming back to him, sharing how they shared their faith, people getting born again um, uh, often, uh, hearing Noah and his ministry with students just thrills me. I mean, it's it's all about teaching people how to do it. Uh, Shelley, you over the years have used a lot of different tools, but um, you know I believe in multiple That's entry right. points. We've That's got right. to teach people different ways to share their faith. Uh, no, I often remind people uh, when, when they say, well, Burton, you know if I had your personality or if I had your education, you know, I could do what you do. Sometimes the hardest thing in the world for me to do is talk about Jesus to someone. Mm. I go through the same battles as an evangelist, you know, I go through the same battles that any layperson or any minister will go through in our church. It is, it is a struggle. I'm, I'm just yep. as much a person of flesh uh, as anybody else. My, my emotions get to me sometimes. Oh, I don't think I've got enough time, mm. you know, to share. So I'll wait to a better time, you know, or, or, um, you know, well, there's a lot of distractions right now. You know, I, I can use all kinds of excuses or I don't feel good. You know, I can use all the same excuses, but I, I must share my faith with others, but I've got to be equipped to do it. Somebody's That's got right. to equip me. And so I really pray that, that our pastors, our leaders in our churches will start equipping, teaching, training people how to get into that conversation about Jesus.
0: Yeah, and we have here uh, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. It was our verse of the year in 2020. Uh, the Great Commission, you knew we were coming to it. And Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore, that can be better translated or better understood as we are going. Um, You you had mentioned there as you're going, as you're on social media, as you're doing life, uh, whatever, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. There it is. That's it.
2: Mm. There it is. You know, you think about it, those of you that are listening. When's the last time, let's just start with our pastor. Pastors, I, I love you and used to be one. And, and I'm, I'm, when I get in the pulpit, I have to watch what I'm preaching. And when's the last time, though, we taught our people how to share their faith? Yes. This coming Sunday, I'll be in a church, First Baptist Church, Callahan, Florida. The pastor said, David, I want you to come and teach our people how to share their faith on Sunday Morning. Wow. That's right. We're taking the entire worship service to teach and train the entire body of Christ how to share their faith, how to share their faith. Not just a special Saturday morning get together, not a Thursday night come and we'll teach you how to share your faith, but on Sunday morning. And boy, I went, Pastor, you're doing whatever Pastor in America ought to do. They ought to find time several times during the year to use when you have the largest group of people in your church there. Use that time to equip. Mm -hmm. The saints to do the work of the ministry, how to share your faith, pick a tool uh, once a quarter, Uh, maybe once a quarter, you take time to share a different approach to sharing the gospel, because one way doesn't fit uh, everybody's personality Mm -hmm. or sometimes it doesn't fit the time we have uh, or our discipline in sharing the good news of Jesus. But, oh, we've got to get back to actually
0: teaching and preparing our people. That's right. And even lost people who were coming on that Sunday morning, what better Example: what better gospel <laughs> message you're than right. saying, we're going to teach our people what the gospel is. You're learning it. And you're also learning what's what we're passionate about in yes. sharing the gospel. And by them listening. And there's,
2: here we go back to that good old boy sitting out there. That's mm. a church member, been baptized. Mm-hmm. He's a deacon, sings in the choir, gave $10,000 to buy that gr- baby grand over there, but he's lost. That's but right. He'll be sitting there trying to figure out how he's to be an evangelist when realizes He's not mm. saved. You can't right. talk about somebody you don't know. So even a lot of church members on Sunday mornings, like this coming Sunday, we'll have, we'll have church members born again this Sunday morning mm-hmm. uh, where I preach just simply because they're hearing a story about Jesus that they thought they knew and they just know in their head, they don't know in their heart. Mm. So I'm excited uh, about that.
1: David, discipline brings about confidence. When, you're, when you train yourself to do something,
2: very a good. confidence
1: comes with it. and so a lot of the problem in the pew of people scared to death yes. to share their faith that they hadn't been trained because when you when you go through training, it develops discipline and discipline gives confidence to very do what good. you're trained to do very good. and um, mm. just like a soldier. Or a football player. Or a player. The most there talented
0: athletes still need coaching and training. They do, mm-hmm.
1: and that mm-hmm. gives them what they call ice so in the go. veins. Mm-hmm. You know, at mm-hmm. that moment right. in the ball game, everything's everybody's hollering. They make the shot because they're, they they practiced, they've good. trained, and then they have confidence. Good. We're missing that in the church yeah. today,
2: and we just got to keep doing it. it. Is a discipline, but the more you do it, the more confidence you're going to have. And the bolder you'll get, the more yeah. you do it. you just got to finally do it.
1: Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to just challenge the pastors out there uh, just with a few questions. How's your baptism numbers? Mm. How many people in the pew is sharing faith,
0: mm.
1: sharing their faith with somebody? If you're like me, my numbers are not where I want them to be, and the number of people sharing the faith is not there. So, so why am I not? looking for ways to train my people in evangelism mm-hmm. yeah training training yes, yes. training training
0: and just like Jesus said the fields are white with harvest mm-hmm. yeah. there are lost they're people they're right. all over right. the country uh, right. we we looked at a statistic and we think it's rather high but you know, it said 30 uh, percent mm-hmm. in America are followers of Christ we think that that is about half about right. half yes. right made <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 15 percent that means that there are 70. 85, 90 pe- 90% of the population just in America, yeah. that's not even looking worldwide, where yes. there's 2.9 billion people in unreached people groups. And there, the, the fields are white with harvest. There are people who, who need Christ, who are going to come to Christ yes. if this, somebody shares with them. Yes, and
1: and, uh, Yeah, 150 yeah. million people dying each year. Mm-hmm. And I enter an eternity, and most of them, probably 90% of them, without Jesus. Oh,
2: yeah, or more, yeah. Just burning in a place called hell. If we could just understand what hell was like. When's the last time you heard a sermon on hell? When's yeah. the last time you preached a sermon yeah. on hell? Or Mother's me, Day. you know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but, you know, I do mention hell a good bit yeah. in my preaching and, and all, but but there is a place called hell, and people without Jesus end up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A child without Jesus will end up in hell. That's I don't care right. what good parent you were. You must teach them about Jesus and point them to Christ. Absolutely. Or when they die, they'll end up in a place called hell. Don't wait for the preacher to come by and knock on the door to share Jesus with your child. That's right. Mom, dad, you share it with your child. What a joy for you to lead your own child to the Lord Jesus, your own grandchildren to the Lord Jesus, because hell is a real place. And uh, wow, a lot, mm-hmm. most people are going there. Yes.
1: Number five.
2: Number five. Number five passion uh we've lost our passion um oftentimes i try to get into the word try to get into the book and get the book into me to to refire my passion Mm. and um we hear some talking about it you know we read some books about evangelism um sometimes we might be in a conference as a pastor or a church leader, and we hear somebody talking about you know winning our world, but it all comes back to me in my own heart, passion um, we We must understand what luke twelve twelve says luke twelve twelve says that God'll put in my mouth at the very moment the words I'm to speak, mm. so knowing that God's going to give me the words will help me, I think, with with my passion to know God wants to put words in my mouth to share with a lost person. Um, but I've got to open my mouth to do it. Uh, I need a touch from God daily. When I wake up in the mornings, I just need to say, Holy Spirit, fill me with your spirit. Equip me with the, with the armor that you read about a moment ago, Noah. Um, because the war is great. Mm. Uh, but only the Holy Spirit is going to give me that passion. And I need to pray every morning, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me that passion. Give me that war- Give me that fear of people dying and going to hell around me mm-hmm. uh, every day. And uh, I mean, when I'm at a checkout line, I'm going to do my best to talk to that person checking me out, bagging my groceries. Some way I'm going to say, has anybody told you today Jesus loves you? Or I'm going to reach in my pocket and I'm going to give them a life, death, gospel track. Or some way or another, I'm going to share Jesus with them because I know if they died that day without Jesus, they would end up in eternity, uh, separated from God. Uh, so anyway, passion. Uh, passage of Scripture in Acts. Have you got it there? Mm-hmm. Chapter 4. Oh, it's so good about when we are being squelched by the world, when the world's denying us and telling us to be quiet and shut up. And you as Christians don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Peter and John went through something similar. Read right. read that passage. In, in Acts us. chapter
0: four, Peter and John they're they've been arrested for sharing the gospel in the synagogues and the town squares, and they go before the council and the council pleads with them, commands them, whatever you want to say, to, to no longer speak of the things that, that you're claiming of no longer speak of Jesus. And Peter and John answered in verse nineteen and twenty whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than, than to God, you must be the judge, for we cannot but speak of what we mm. have heard and mm-hmm. what we have seen. That's right. we, we cannot help but speak about the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and the love that he has for us. And that that's what we have to have, the yeah. the passion to go and in, in any circumstance, any situation, when the world is trying to push against us and say, no, 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 we can't help but speak what... Jesus has done. Yes.
2: Life change. They were changed when they got saved. These guys, Peter and John, they were changed, totally changed. Paul totally changed. When I got saved, it totally changed. When every one of us who are born again got saved, we changed. Our attitudes changed. Our desires changed. Our habits changed. Our language changed. The way we dress changed. How I read the Bible changed. I mean, on and on and on goes. Everything changed. And uh, these old boys were great examples. I mean, they, they were having their lives threatened. You know, those of us listening right now, have any of you had your life threatened mm. for being a Christian? Uh, I, probably not. Now, in other countries, uh, that's happening today. And we better be careful. i tell you, the United States of America, the good old United States of America, we are walking into a very unusual series of months and years ahead of us. And we better get ready as Christians because— uh, we're going to face um, a lot of what third world companies have been, countries have already been facing, mm-hmm. and um, we read about the, the the years bygone of Christians and the slaughter of Christians and the house churches and the hiding places and the underground churches. Hey, we're we're getting to the point pretty close to that in America the way they're beginning to shut us down. Pastors, mm-hmm. you're having That's to right. deal with it in the in the church house and even from the pulpit you know until uh about two weeks ago now uh pastors had the freedom to get up and talk politics in the in the pulpit that is being taken away once again uh, by our national government Um, i mean it's just the truth it's just a matter of fact Uh, we are being intimidated and confronted and tax exemption from churches Mm. uh, christian organizations uh, organizations like mine will probably be no more tax exempt I mean, we as a church are under fire right now. We are. So just wake up. Smell the roses. We're living right. in a different world. That's
1: right. If we, you don't have a passion yeah. for what Christ has done mm. and what Christ is doing, you won't share your faith. Paul, Paul says, I'm obligated. Good. I have an obligation Good. Good. to share my faith with the Greeks. Where, mm-hmm. where was that? That's in uh, Romans 1.
2: Romans 1. And
1: he said, that's why I'm so eager to preach the gospel. Good. To you who are in Rome. Yeah. You know, David, if uh, I'm not a firefighter, I don't, have the, I don't have the gift of firefighting. But if I heard the house down the road was on fire and there were some children in that house, wow. yeah. that would ignite a passion in me Good. to get those children out yes. of that house. yes, Even to the point of risking my life even though I might be ignorant of exactly what I need to do, if nobody I need to do something. Good. Mm. Yeah, great boy, illustration. It, it, right. It's Good. just it just carries no weight today to say, well, uh, I don't have the gift of evangelism or what. Listen, this place is gonna burn up and people are gonna die without Jesus and that should mm. inspire us with mm. a passion, mm. an eager desire, an obligation Take Good. the gospel. And I think heart. about
2: my own family members a lot of times. Right. I think about my children, Josh yes. and Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was present when they accepted the Lord Jesus as their Savior. Mm-hmm. But, but I think, what mm-hmm. if, if my son Josh, who's 37, nearly 38 years of age now, didn't know Jesus, and he got killed on his job today without Christ, mm-hmm. he would burn in hell forever. Yes. Now... I, if I thought he was lost, I'd be really going after him. Yes. Passionately
1: mm-hmm.
2: urging him to be born again. Right. To turn from your sins, you know, and the scripture says the way to be saved is to admit you're lost. I'd say, Josh, I know that, you know, you're lost, you know, and I would mm-hmm. talk him through that and I would help him understand. He need to believe that Jesus, and I really believe he would believe that Jesus was a son of God, but I, I would do everything I could to share how to be born again with Josh because I don't want my son to die and burn in a place called hell mm. lost people around us like there, there are a lot of Josh's around us every day we All need nice. to be talking to
0: that's, that's right uh, 105 people die every minute and that's a crazy statistic I didn't know Five. I just did some wow. math uh, we're on about minute 47 of this podcast that's 4,935 people who just went into eternity wow just in the
2: time just we've been talking. We've been just talking. in
0: the time we talked in this podcast. And so wow. that's a that's a humbling number. Yes. Um but it shows some weight and some reality of, of what we're facing good, as far good. as of Christ to to go and there's an urgency. There's there's a passion yes. that we have to have to go and share the gospel.
1: Mm-hmm. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. Mm. For in the gospel, a righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith.
2: Good, good, good.
1: Well, the David, righteous
2: will live by faith. Let me, let me put one more verse here, all right. Paul, to the church at Philippi. He said he was confident of this very thing, that God, which hath begun a good work in us, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God is going to continue to do a good work through me, but I've got to yield myself to Him. I've got to be faithful. And um, that's what you've just said there. We have got to experience that faith and walk by faith in Christ.
1: Well, David Burton, you've done it again. Every time I'm with you... You are such an encouragement. I mean, I've got to go tell. I'm going to go tell somebody about Jesus Good. after we Let's finish here. Because <laughs> I'm you know, looking I'm, forward to it. Yes. Uh, I am because every <laughs> time I'm around you, I, I start saying mm. I've got to tell somebody about mm. Jesus. And now mm. you've done that for this podcast. And I really believe Thank that you. those that are going to listen to this podcast today, Good. They're, going to, they're going to be encouraged. Good. They're going to be compelled To tell somebody about Jesus. Absolutely.
0: Amen. Thank you again, David Burton, for being with us, Pastor Shelley. Answering that question, why is the church in 2020 not engaging in evangelism? Just to go back over them, the pastor is leader, but he's not leading. We live in a sin sick, Satan serving society. That's good. The Bible teaches there will be a great falling away. There is little, if any, direct, intentional training of personal evangelism and the passion. Is gone, and so we want to challenge you, listeners, to to rebuild that passion, uh, to be in the Word, let the Word fuel you, uh, the Word of God, and and to go and, and make disciples, to go evangelize, to tell people about Jesus, and uh, and yes. to go be a witness. So, Pastor Shelley, why don't you pray for us, and we'll uh, we'll close out today. Mm-hmm.
1: Heavenly Father, uh, we we know what we should be doing. Lord, give us the passion and discipline to share the gospel. Lord, put the spirit of Paul in us, Peter and John. God, we will be bold. I pray for boldness for everyone listening today, the pastors, Lord. I pray for encouragement to them. Lord, I thank you for people like David that that will come in and And speak a word of encouragement to us, Lord. Get us focused on what we need to be focused on. I thank you for Noah today and his words, the scriptures he shared with us today. Lord, may we we live by them today. And God, we thank you that we have a gospel to share. We thank you for Jesus who died for us. God, we look forward to the glorious day that we're with you. But until then, we can't sleep. We have to work and labor and share until you come. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you guys once again. If you haven't yet, uh, listeners, subscribe, like our podcast, uh, leave a review. Uh, We've had a lot of really good feedback from these podcasts, but we want to hear what you think. Um, And then also, if you have a question that, that you have, you can... Find us on Facebook and go to our website and uh, leave us a a question and and maybe we we answer it in the future. Uh, But just remember, Jesus is the answer.